Welcome to Just Jive Pod, a podcast where we share a drink, talk about life, and just jive. My name is Jerome. And I'm Jesse, and welcome back for another session. And Merry Christmas, or soon Merry yes, Christmas, everyone, since soon. it's uh, the week of Christmas. Um, but yeah, uh, we also have a guest on. So um, yeah, why don't you uh, just say hello and tell us a little bit about yourself before we uh, dive right into the rest of our usual session. Awesome. My name is Steven Yoon. Most people know me as Chezzy. The nickname is going to be a, a story for another time. But <laughs> but um, I work as a validation engineer I'm currently um, for a company in Irvine. Hmm. And um, I got into that uh, based off of my uh, college degree, which was uh, biomedical engineering. And... Um, yeah, uh, that's that's the end of that story. Um, it's go. it's fun. Um, it you know it pays the bills, and um, yeah, I get to just interact with a lot of people. It's a um, it's always with a team. So um, and it's different every time because um, I'm working on different projects. So that's always good. And um, yeah, I grew up uh, in La Cañada Flint, La Cañada Flintridge. And yeah, just uh, very blessed to have, you know, the family connections um, and uh, growing up with uh, just the family values. And especially since we're talking about um, just the home improvement, things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, Very thankful for my dad um, for taking part of that. Awesome. Mm. Dude, that's awesome, man. Um, Well... We're glad to have you on. Um, we we know you're one of the most reliable handymen um, <laughs> at, uh, in our circle, at least. Um, as usual, we do want to share what we're drinking um, at each, each session. So, um, Chazzy, why don't you go ahead and share with us what you're drinking um, over at your end? Yeah, awesome. Um, I'm not much of a beer drinker or any alcoholic beverage drinker. So um, I am rocking the ginger ale. Um, not nice. from a can, but from the soda stream. So, um. nice, nice, nice. For me, um, I as I have been doing the rest of this month, uh, have busted out another wine out of the wine advent calendar. So this one is called the Tini. It's a T I N I. It's from Italy. It's a Sangiovese Toscana um, uh, varietal. So. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's twelve percent ABV. Um, again, it's it's like the other bottles. It's in a three hundred seventy-five milliliter bottle, and then it's good. Um, Sangioveses are typically pretty fruity, pretty creamy. So uh, this one's no exception. Um, and it's been fun. It's honestly just been a lot of fun drinking wines from out of state, mm. um, just because like California, we're really blessed to have really great wine um, all across the, the state, and it's nice to drink something outside of that. You know? Yeah. Nice. That sounds super fancy. A lot of words that I did not, probably can't even pronounce, so that sounds awesome. For sure. What about you, Jerome? Yeah, I'm back on the uh, high noon train. Um, hey. Honestly, I need to get more beer. Um, a lot of the beers, I was looking in my fridge, I was like, shoot, I've already like featured most of these already. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, look out for new ones, I guess, and 2021 but um yeah i think we've already talked about high noon for like the past two months and it's 
specifically the grapefruit flavor. Um, mm. And it's a seltzer that I think we've already agreed is probably top uh, top one <laughs> that we've uh, experienced. Uh, and actually, you know, I do think grapefruit might be a top three of the flavors. Mm. Uh, not that I've tried a whole bunch of them, but uh, it's it's I like grapefruit in general. And um, it was in my fridge and it was actually the first thing at my eye level. And I was just like, I'll, I'll take it. So uh, I'm enjoying it. For sure. For sure. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I I've like to keep some high noons handy um, just because they they're great so i'm glad that you had one handy and ready to go yeah definitely yeah but um man like jesse said merry christmas and before we know it it will be 2021 as we've been already reiterating for like the past uh i don't know how many sessions but um mm-hmm. i guess something we have been doing during this whole like nine ten months of covid pandemic um for guests we always want to just catch up and see like how this whole season has been so i guess chesley for you um maybe in a quick nutshell like how how has the past nine months of pandemic been for you all right uh so i i'm married uh, to a lovely wife um, named joe ray and i have two wonderful uh miniature dachshunds named cinnamon and waffle uh so these past nine months they've been they've been pretty good man no complaints here Mm. um we've been both able to uh work from home um we probably go in to work maybe like once a week maybe sometimes once every two weeks uh so a lot of zoom meetings a lot of uh Mm. computer work so definitely um a bit fatigued there but um, other than that, um, just being able to spend time with uh, family, um, you know, my wife, my dogs, uh, and just, you know, getting small interactions with my neighbors and um, mm-hmm. just friends um, outside of uh, work and things like that have been good. Uh, obviously, we social distance, um, keep our interactions to a minimum, which, you know, isn't the best, isn't the most fun thing to do. Um, but we are trying to keep safe. So, um, yeah, it's just been a good time just uh, bonding and strengthening our marriage. So uh, with that mm-hmm. said, you know, we have a lot of time on our hands. So weekends, we try to be as productive as possible. Nice. That's awesome. It's like probably one of the more positive uh reviews of covid so far but uh i'm glad you guys are safe and not killing each other yet um hopefully it stays that way um but yeah i think jesse you already alluded to it with a couple comments earlier of regarding Mm. handiwork but um you know we we've all known each other uh, through, through our church for a while now but for me personally it actually wasn't until pretty recently where uh, i was talking to chesi and uh, he recently uh, was talking about building a pergola uh, for his house. Like, not just, mm. hey, let's get some people to help out, but, like, they were building it by hand. And I was like, wait, mm-hmm. that sounds hard. <laughs> like, that doesn't sound like a very easy task. And uh, But, you know, as we talked, um, learned a bit about his background, um, and his, his family's uh, background in handiwork. But mm-hmm. kind of want to just take some time today to talk about that. Um, I guess, Chesley, maybe first off, like, I know the pergola is done. Um, but, uh, yeah, how was that whole process from 
maybe the inception of the idea of wanting to do it all the way to a completion. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so disclaimer, you know, whenever you do a home improvement project that you're not getting done professionally, right? There's always going to be <laughs> right. a big, long timeline. There's also going to be um, hiccups, you know, every mm-hmm. here and there. Um, and uh, to correct you, Jerome, we're actually not completely done. It oh, is really? functional, <laughs> but I'm going to say maybe like 95% oh, okay, complete, okay. right? It, okay. Um, all of our patio furniture is there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's maybe a few planks missing, <laughs> but that's all right. <laughs> Um, nice. But yeah, that's a, I guess that's another thing where um, no project is going to be 100% complete mm-hmm. <laughs> by the end mm-hmm. of your timeline. Um, once it's functional, you're happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess going back to, you know, my, my dad, he was, he's obviously the uh, contractor in our family. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a family business um, called Artec Construction. Um, it's mm-hmm. mainly just a self uh, a company that's for um, essentially just self-employment um, mm. he doesn't have any employees under him but he's using it as a uh, you know a business especially you know just for his contractual work as a general uh, contractor um, mm-hmm. for businesses and residential uh, mm-hmm. purposes so yeah I'm he is I'm a second gen um, mm. And my dad was the first gen immigrant um, mm. who came from Korea. So uh, the biggest thing was, um, you know, doing a manual labor just to get by. Right. So that's right, kind of how right. it started. Um, so he was learning the trade, um, started his own business um, to, you know, with all of the contacts that he's made um, to start a business to uh, do home improvement projects, mm-hmm. um, business renovations and things like that. So. So yeah, um, that's how it all started. Uh-huh. Um, that's, and then um, how he brought us to kind of a more you know better situation, right? We lived in apartments all our lives, um, but there was this one project where you know my dad bought a very old home, mm-hmm. and then in order to you know save money, obviously because we were immigrants, um, mm-hmm. didn't have much to begin with. Um, he like built that thing, renovated that thing. You know, by himself, it took mm-hmm. many, wow. many, many months, right? Before um, me, when I was probably thirteen years old, to uh, see the home that he's been working on. Right, um, right. He would go there after work um, to like the dead of night, you know, renovating. So he's, I, wow. I still don't understand to this day, you know, as a, um, as someone who works an employee, that mm-hmm. after you grind for eight to nine hours a day that you would grind another 10 (laughs) afterwards just to like provide a roof for your family so a very Mm -hmm. a lot of respect and a lot of love um, to him for that um but yeah and but that's what he does that's what he loves to do and ever since you know i was able to uh, get this home i've always looked for um you know, fixer-uppers, right? Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Jory, uh, my wife, Jory, we don't like cookie-cutter homes or mm-hmm. um, things that we can't make our own um, because there's a lot of homes out there where they say, oh, newly renovated, but then you're like, oh, but that's not how I wanted to renovate huh. it, right? Yeah. So then you're paying all this money for a newly renovated home, and then you're going to pay again to re-renovate it how you want it. <laughs> right, right. Um, so uh, with... But 
because we kind of knew um, that's we had a specific style, a specific mm-hmm. thing that we wanted in our home, especially kitchen, since the kitchen is like a huge, mm-hmm. uh, probably the most important um, part of a home uh, for most families. Um, mm-hmm. We really wanted uh, a specific design. So um, having my dad uh, come here and working with me and hiring his uh, team to mm. to help renovate um, mm-hmm. Our current home was uh, a huge, huge help, and um, and yeah, I I know I talked a lot, but I, I forgot what the original question was. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no, that's good. Um, but yeah, it's it's really cool hearing how like that um, your dad became like almost like that inspiration for you to do handiwork yourself. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that um, part of it because I like I only knew like the the your end of of things right where. Um, you know, from what I know, you guys bought a fixer-upper home and decided to commit to, like, making it yours, right? Through renovation, through a lot of cleanup and stuff. And and now hearing, like, a little bit more of your story, it actually makes a lot of sense why, like, right, right. why you went that route, right? Um, so, like, just in, in particular, like, um, whether it was during that process of your home, own home or something more recently, are there any, like particular projects or things that you're 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 especially proud of oh yeah um definitely uh right the most recent one right um Mm -hmm. that we talked about was the pergola we really enjoyed it um we're still enjoying it it's it's set in a perfect direction towards the sun so Mm. it's during the summer um, we would go out there when it's completely shaded during the winter like now we would go out in the morning where it's kind of lit with sun wow. um, mm, just to awesome. you know warm up and get toasty so uh, that's the most recent that you know we we love um it's christmas time jory loves decorating um so we got it we have it lit up with lights um just to keep it festive and to give uh you know our neighborhood some christmas cheer um during mm-hmm. this pandemic uh, and also, like I mentioned before, like the kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. You know, this is the, the life of our home um, where uh, we do a lot of cooking. I do a lot of dishes. Right? <laughs> um, Husband's duty, and, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, she's, she's a great cook, great chef. Um, and um, yeah, so, you know, I try to support her as best I can. And that's doing the dishes. So yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so but yeah, uh, the kitchen. Um, it's she's Jory is the designer, so mm. um, I essentially just told my dad, hey, this is what she wants. Yeah, yeah. You and I, let's let's get it done. Um, and we did our our best place to get our supplies from was Home Depot, right? They have mm-hmm. um, a lot of uh, pre-built things. Mm. Um, obviously, ours isn't the best quality, right? It's not like solid wood cabinets and things like that sure. um but you know we had to work with the budget that we had so but it looks nice um she's happy i'm happy yeah. uh, my dad um was uh, amazed at her, about her design and how mm. you know um we worked together and got it done and it looks beautiful um once again uh just as the pergola it's not 100 <laughs> percent complete <laughs> right but it's functional maybe yeah. 95 <laughs> Yeah, I'm curious, like, when, when you guys have those ideas, like, um, like, how much planning do you have to do before actually starting to buy everything? Like, 
do you almost have to have like just this everything laid out already or is is there a lot of improv while like while doing the construction itself right right so um when we first bought the home um obviously there was a previous kitchen there Mm -hmm. um but we just took everything out so we we started with a completely new slate Mm. uh, a blank canvas so uh, based off of the four plan, um, Jory and I, we kind of like uh, made a, a small scale model um, on a drawing, right? Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, let's say like one inch is one foot of the kitchen. So we kind of made that model um, on paper. And uh, yeah, everything was to how we liked it. Mm-hmm. And then you have to kind of, it's kind of like how... Um, when you design something, right? It's not what it's actually going to look like, um, like a car, right? So if you have mm-hmm. like a, you know, creating a new uh, design for a car, you have it look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you actually start manufacturing, right, it can look completely different because sure, um, there's sure. manufacturing, you know, uh, hurdles that you have to go through. Um, same thing with designing a kitchen. Um, you have this idea, but sometimes it just doesn't work with mm. the floor plan, um, the length, Things like that, um, especially since we didn't, we tried to avoid as much customization as possible regarding like cabinet sizes. Um, we were trying to get whatever we could from like a, a home improvement um, store, like mm-hmm. Home Depot. Um, they have specific sizes, right? Um, and if you're off by an inch, you don't want a gap, you know, in your kitchen. Sure. Right. Um, so you kind of had to like improvise about, okay, um, we kind of wanted this cabinet here, but because um, it would make it too long or the kitchen would be too short, we would have to like try to, you know, redesign the functionality of the kitchen. But, mm-hmm. uh, but other than that, um, I think uh, working with what you had, um, especially for us, it was like the Home Depot cabinets, right? They had specific lengths. Um, Typically pretty standard, um, but the issue, the main issue was uh, the height of our ceilings. Hmm. Um, our, the height of our ceilings, for some reason, they weren't standard, right? So it was a bit taller than typical. So we had like this gap that we couldn't um, figure out because if we bought a larger cabinet, the cabinet would be too low for our wall cabinets. Mm-hmm. And then if we bought a shorter one, then our cabinet would be too low from the ceiling. Mm, And then you can't do like crown moldings Mm. and things like that. So um, there was a lot of discussion. So things, yeah, so there's a lot of improvisation, especially when you do, when you're limited to uh, a standard model Mm -hmm. um, instead of, you know, being able to customize your cabinets. But, you know, that's a completely different um, budget. that you have to account for. If you want to do custom things, that's, you know, you're talking about maybe tripling or quadrupling your budget. Yeah. Um, for for uh, just kidnet, kitchen cabinets alone. So, but yeah, um, but we worked it out. Um, we're happy with how it turned out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if, you know, we got it professionally done or made it custom mm-hmm. and um, did all that, um, it would be, you know, probably look, better but you know we're we're happy this is this yeah. is our uh, blood sweat and tears right. so mm-hmm. um there's a lot of meaning to uh how we 
how we renovated it, how we did it. Obviously, there's like small details that you know could have been done better. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. But hey, um, this is this is my kitchen, and you know I built it. <laughs> yeah. So ho- I'm, I'm ho- proud ho- of it. <laughs> Hopefully not too much blood um, in the process, but yeah. <laughs> sweat and tears, that's, that's fine. It's like, what's that stain over there, Chessy? Like, <laughs> oh, that was our blood stain from when we built it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, well, that, that's, I mean, you know, personally, someone who really has never done anything like construction at all, like that sounds hellacious, honestly, to all the planning and the budgeting and like, it just sounds like so much to chew, um, but like I'm sure the end product is so gratifying to see, right? Um, how how or the almost end product? Almost, yes. <laughs> we'll we'll yeah. round it up. <laughs> we'll round it yeah, up. That's right. But uh, how long? So how long did the pergola take to get to, uh, let's say, ninety five percent? And also for the kitchen, how long do you think it took um, total, starting with the the planning? All right, so total time-wise, right? Not, yeah. I'm not talking about days because there's days and weeks that you sure. know, we didn't do anything. We were just waiting um, okay. for my dad to be available. Um, mm-hmm. But design-wise, you know, you just kind of measure what you need, um, the, uh, the size of the, uh, the columns that you'd like. Um, obviously, the thicker beams that you have, the more expensive the wood is. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Um, from the design to the actual build, I would say, you know, designing something like this, you know, doesn't take very long. Mm. Um, you kind of just look at all the pergolas out there and you're like, okay, it's a very simple concept of construction, right? Mm-hmm. So with that, you just start thinking about, okay, um, with this amount of wood, because it's all cut, this, the pergola that we did was all custom wood. Um, so we went to mm. a, a lumber yard. Um, you can find any any lumber yard would work. You just kind of like speak with the um, the person there, and you just tell them what dimensions you need. Like, okay, I need this type of wood, um, this length, this thickness, and they'll give it to you in a timely uh, manner. And um, we got it delivered here. Um, we stained it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, that took obviously staining. Um, it depends on what stain you use, right? The time frame can depend on uh, what you do as well. So right, uh, we chose right. to stain our wood um, beforehand just so that um, you know it's protected from the weather conditions. But you know, California is not it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I would say it could have all been completed. If it was back to back, I would say maybe like four to five days, so about oh, a week. Wow. Um, but the main, hmm. the longest uh, portions was uh, inputting the uh, the foundation right where hmm. the the vertical beams would stand on, so that it's supported and um, safe. Mm-hmm. Um, because you have to wait until the you have to mix concrete. You got to wait until the concrete. Um, dries the staining you know the drying process that took a long time um Mm. uh, so it's mainly the construction of it you know our pergola wasn't too big had like maybe like 20 pieces of wood Mm. um so Mm. we constructed it within a day um within hours i could i would say but um all the prep work like the staining Mm -hmm. the foundation building 
um, that's what took a took a long time. Right. Um, but the construction of building it, um, yeah, it was just within a few hours. If you have the right amount of people. Right. Um, we had my brother and uh, my my father-in-law also help uh, mm. during that time. But, um, but yeah, but all the pre-work is what, before constructing it all together, that's what took the, the yeah. most time. Mm. Nice. Yeah, and I think um, something that you really haven't talked about too much, but you, you mentioned it briefly with, with your dad's experience, but like... You know, you and Joe Ray um, work regular full-time jobs. And, like, any kind of personal home construction thing is, like, literally just on top of that or outside of that, right? Like, it's not like, oh, okay, you're going to take time off work and, and do it, which I don't know, maybe you you did for, like, sometimes. But for the most part, it's like, okay, like, we finish work. And then, like you said, like, you have to grind and commit to mm spending your time outside of work quote unquote personal time to to accomplish these things right yeah absolutely um funny story right when we first purchased our home and it was being remodeled um we had to move out of our apartment complex and um but we were planning on redoing the floors right sanding and restaining our hardwood floors and we're like, okay, we can't move all of our stuff in here mm-hmm. and then um, take it all out uh, because the staining, um, preparing the floor, all standing, all that stuff, you know, it takes days if you get it done by, uh, we actually hired a company to do it because, you know, we didn't want to uh, mess that up. Um, we didn't want to like buy us, get a sander from Home Depot and just like <laughs> create divots in our, <laughs> in our floors um, because we didn't know how to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do hear that it's not as difficult, um, but we just didn't want to take that chance, you know. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So we got um, we hired some people to uh, do it for us, but that project took maybe I would say three to four days. So mm-hmm. we were like, okay, we got to be out of the house for three to four days. Where do we sleep? So we purchased a uh, a tent <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> to sleep um, sleep in our backyard That's for awesome. those three to four days. Um, so yeah, it was. Um, it was fun, you know, for me anyway, uh, not for uh, my wife. But, um, but yeah, uh, I think that was kind of um, one of the projects. But uh, definitely um, grinding out outside work, our weekends. Um, it was tough, especially at the beginning, um, since it required so much work. That's why I'm so thankful for, you know, my dad bringing in his team. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, uh you know, they, they weren't working for free, so my dad kind of covered uh, a lot of that budget, which I'm very thankful for. Nice. Um, yeah. But, um, but yeah, uh, like, the, but the things that I could do, right, um, painting, mm-hmm. um, cleaning, uh, like reorganizing, moving heavy things, right, yeah. um, breaking my back. But, you know, the things that I was confident in doing, I couldn't do, um, especially at the beginning, but... I feel like uh, after all of the experience that I've gained, the things that I've seen, um, learned about like the, I didn't do anything with the electrical. Um, I've only worked mm. with what was existing, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can change, you know, outlets. I can change light light switches, right? right. Um, um, been, been shocked a couple of times because <laughs> I didn't want to um, go out to the breaker and uh, flip the switches off because I was lazy, but you know, um, <laughs> YOLO. 
you know, I need, yeah, but I needed to know if the light worked, right? Because <laughs> <So, laughs> um, there's, there's been plenty of times where I would uh, flip the switch, turn off the power, connect it, flip it back on, uh, turn on the light switch and it wouldn't work. And I'm like, oh, dang it, dang I have to do it again <laughs> until, I, until the light comes on. So then I would kind of test like, okay, does this make the light turn on? This make the light turn on? <laughs> Um, So there was a lot of troubleshooting going on um, since uh, the light switches, uh, we purchased a very old home. So Mm -hmm. a lot of things, um, you know, didn't have the same, the, you know, based off of like YouTube, right? YouTube is like home. If you're doing your own home improvement, YouTube is the best place to go, right? Sure, sure. Um, Because Mm -hmm. everyone has videos of what to do, how to do it next. Um, But our home was really old, so a lot of the wiring um, didn't look uh, like what it looked like in the video. So that Mm. was where a lot of troubleshooting (laughs) came in. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, I don't know what the previous owners did, right? I don't know what the builders did back in the day yeah right um mm-hmm. because the building codes are completely different now um mm-hmm. which is which is uh which is good right you want um the standards to co- continually improve throughout the years mm-hmm. um but since our home was so old i'm sure like our electrical you know wasn't too standard but um but having uh, people come in like electricians like bringing it back up to standard making sure like you know if i turn on my toaster while i'm running my dryer you know it won't mm-hmm. you know uh turn off my whole out, home yeah. right yeah it won't short out exactly so uh we definitely had to get stuff professionally done at times sure. uh, because we didn't want to take that risk um but things that we were we would be comfortable doing on our own um you know patching up walls um changing switches here and there um painting installing uh, installing decorations right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um that stuff um i was confident in doing um i think definitely um having to work on your own time is very draining yeah um mm. but like i said super rewarding when it's complete mm. or almost complete um mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's it's uh it feels like you really um you put like your imprint on the home um, right. or whatever project you do. And I feel like um, even if you're doing it for someone else, right, if uh, a company does it for me, I'm sure um, they want uh, the customer to be happy. And that kind of um, shows that they're proud of their own work. Like, hey, I made my customer happy because I did a, a stand up job. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, I give so much props to people in um, this trade of home improvement remodeling. Because um, although it, the professional job, you know, it costs, you know, costs a pretty penny mm-hmm. um, to do. So if you have the budget, I definitely would recommend that. It's mm-hmm. less stress. You don't have to, you know, uh, break your back doing it. Right, um, right. Mm-hmm. Just have someone else do it, right? And they're, they've had all the experience. They know what to mm-hmm. do. Um, and it looks really clean. They'll finish the job 100%. Mm. Um, and... Uh, yeah, like we've definitely had things, um, especially like the exterior of our home. Um, like I said, our home was really old and it looked like it was from the 50s, right? Yeah. Um, so we needed, we were like, hey, doing the exterior is not just as simple as a, a fresh 
paint job, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it had a lot of work needing needed to be done. So um, we we hired some guys. It it cost a lot, um, but we're definitely happy that we chose to go that route. Um, because uh, our home looks great now, yeah. and um, yeah, my wife is super happy about it. We've gotten a lot of compliments from our neighbors mm-hmm. when we got it done um, at how amazing it looked, and um, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with them um, that that company did a great job uh, with the exterior of our home. Yeah. Mm. Do you, because um, I know you, you mentioned like going on YouTube videos, finding out a lot of, you know, the knowledge that you might have gotten, but how much do you actually attribute it to like your dad? Um, maybe working with your dad while growing up and maybe hearing, you know, stuff related to his work. Like, how much do you attribute your knowledge on home improvement, like, to um, your dad's work um, itself? Oh, definitely uh, a lot. It's kind of how I would relate it is um, for, it's like going to school, right, Um, Mm -hmm. before you go to your job. Like, you get, when you go to your job, right, it's it's all hands-on. Um, mm. It might be a specific, um, a specific role, I would say. Right? Sure. Um, but the education that you had in school, high school, college—that's kind of like the background mm-hmm. knowledge that you had, and then you kind of apply it. Although your work, you might not have learned what you do at in school. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of apply what you learned in school to the job uh, responsibilities that you have. Sure, sure. Um, so it's kind of like so similarly. Everything that I heard from my dad or seen him do, um, I kind of like. Okay, I got that in my in my brain in my in the back as background knowledge, but it finally had to show itself when I actually did it myself. Right, um, where uh, the best experience regarding home improvement is you got to do it yourself, mm-hmm. and um, you're gonna make mistakes. Hopefully, it's not a big one. Um, mm. but a lot of, uh, a lot of trips to Home Depot and back, right? It's like right. some days, like you would do one project, you need to do one thing and, um, you'd go to Home Depot like three or four times <laughs> that day because like you bought the wrong piece. Right. And then by, and then because you change that one piece, another piece doesn't work. And then you got to go back because Aww. you're not thinking things through. Right. Um, but but yeah, but uh, definitely what I've seen my dad do, um, the help that I did give him. Obviously, I didn't give him much help. You know, I was just a young teenager back then. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Just, um, you know, you wouldn't want to trust your teenager with like a, a, a nail, <laughs> a nail gun, gun, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's truly um, uh, blood and tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, definitely um, seeing, you know, my brother was, is two years older than me. Um, you know, just seeing my dad, uh, you know, have him work on more uh, dangerous things, right? Because he's the more responsible one, uh, a bit older. Um, and me kind of just like doing the more uh, simple tasks, you know, painting, you know, um, you know, bringing him tools, right? Oh, get the hammer. Okay, then I'll go to his toolbox mm. and get his hammer. Right. Um, but, but yeah, just seeing all that and um, kind of him walking me through it because now that when we renovated this home obviously you know i'm like i'm 30 now mm-hmm. and um obviously he sh- hopefully he trusts me by now right <laughs> <laughs> um, so i've been i was doing a lot more um hands-on work with him side yeah. by side so it was, it was really cool um being able to do that uh, so yeah i attribute a lot of it to my dad yeah that's awesome mm. 
can't be easy though. It's like it's, it's uh, probably a lot for a young kid being like, man, this wood is pretty heavy. Probably. <laughs> I'm guessing. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so one thing, what quick, quick thing you actually, I think we, we had, it came up in conversation once. Um, I think on top of just general home improvement and, and contracting, like, uh, I think you had mentioned something about, uh, sort of building up an apartment complex, um, like, and, you know, getting into that business. Um, I guess like, I remember you, you sharing that it was actually a pretty, like, it's a tough task to do that. Um, so I'm, I'm curious, like, you know, can you share just a little bit about like what that whole situation was like? Um, how, what were some of the big challenges and maybe even some, uh, lessons or skills that you personally took away from that experience? Right. Yeah. Um, so I guess the topic came out when, um, cause you know, my dad is the age of retirement. So, mm-hmm. um, we were thinking about, you know, residual income, right. their retirement income, see how they're going to be able to, uh, you know, just live out their lives without working. And, um, mm. you know, obviously we have had, um, you know, ups and downs, uh, financially with, you know, my, you know, in any business. Right. Sure. Um, so, uh, you know, my brother and I, we were talking about it. Now that, you know, we're 30 and 32, I'm just thinking about discussing uh, my parents' retirement, how how we're going to provide for them, how we're going to support them um, if they need it. And uh, definitely something that came into mind was like, okay, we have this uh, apartment that my dad, um, it's an apartment complex that he purchased in L.A. Um, many, many years ago. Um, I don't mm-hmm. even know exactly when, um, but I'm going to say let's say 20 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. 20, mm-hmm. 30 years ago. And um, it is, I don't even know the full details, right? I'm going to sure. say it's like seven, seven two-bedroom uh, apartment. Mm. Um, and um, it's something that we've had when I grew up. I didn't really think about it too much, obviously, because I'm supposed to be focusing on my education and my studies sure. and, you know, just living a, a child's life, right? Um, growing up. Um, but now that, uh, you know, I'm older and uh, we have to kind of discuss about these things, like, you know, obviously this is this property is going to be an inheritance for my brother and I and my younger sister. Mm. Um, and we have to figure out, okay, how will, how would we maintain it if we wanted to keep it? Right. Um, so this was a apartment complex that is kind of, you know, sustaining itself, right? The income that we get from the rent, mm-hmm. you know, it just sustains mm-hmm. its, itself with the, uh, the mortgage, the, the loan amount that, you know, my dad mm-hmm. took out uh, many, many years ago. Um, and obviously, uh, um, the reason why, if it was... 20, 30 years, you know, it should be paid off by now. But Mm. um, there were some decisions where, you know, my dad took out equity from that because it was such a, um, uh, so much uh, equity was built up. Mm. So he did um, uh, take out some equity um, to other things, you know, for our education, college, right? It's not cheap. Um, And so, you know, but... All in all, it's paying for itself, which is great, which is why my dad, you know, never sold it. He kept it because it's sustaining itself, sure. um, which mm-hmm. is good to have. Um, but yeah, but um, back in the day, it was a, a beat up, uh, yeah, a beat up apartment complex. 
mm-hmm. um, and my dad just fixes it up. Um, and uh, my dad is a, a, a good guy. Um, he doesn't mm-hmm. charge like an arm and a leg for an apartment in LA, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, which is why it's, um, we've had uh, good relationships with our tenants. Um, they're very thankful for my dad. Uh, they stay long time because, you know, he doesn't increase the rent every year, (laughs) even Mm. though, you know, most, most, uh, people would. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, that's not my, my dad isn't that kind of person, right. He likes to, uh, be, I guess, you know, quote unquote honorable in that way where, you know, he's not going to like try to force people to move by increasing their rent. Um, Mm -hmm. even though, you know, he has all the right to, uh, so very respectable there. And, um, but yeah, uh, so whenever um, someone would either move out or um, go to a different apartment or another residence, um, we would go in and make sure we kind of, uh, you know, repaint, remodel um, certain things. If there's, you know, holes here and there or if there's scuff marks, you know, um, we would kind of uh, make it new for our new tenant um, who moves in. Um, so that was kind of like our... All I did um, in in the whole scope of the apartment complex where when my dad needed help doing something, um, we would be there and help out. But I think now um, we're going to, my brother and I and my sister, we have to think about like, okay, um, especially as an inheritance, what are we going to do with this? Um, me personally, I would love to keep it right in our family mm-hmm. um, because... Mm-hmm. It is, uh, it is an asset. Mm-hmm. So um, that is something we're going to have to talk about, um, especially since we have uh, three people inheriting it. Right. Um, so definitely uh, a tale for another time yeah. when, that, when that does come. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, just very thankful um, where, you know, sometimes uh, there are good business decisions, good asset decisions when you purchase something, right? Same thing with stocks, mm-hmm. whether it be stocks or real estate. Um, you hope that the value goes up and then sometimes, you know, you know, it's a miss. Uh, so, um, and we've, my dad's experienced those misses as well. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's, a uh, tough when it is a miss, but, um, obviously when it hits, when you, it, it feels like, you know, he won the lotto. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. that's definitely something that, uh, you have to live with the, you know, high risk, high reward thing. Right. Um, yeah, and it's it's pretty amazing, like that. You know, my dad came here with nothing, right? And he mm. just built all of this in his own time frame, and you know, so very thankful as a second generation um, Korean American mm. um, to you know have my dad come here, try to establish whatever he could for his children and his family, and um, and just seeing where I am now. Um, especially not just my dad, but also my mom, you know, shout out to my mom. Um, mm-hmm. um, they've just been a great support, um, did their best to, uh, to give uh, my siblings um, a great life yeah. here in America. And um, yeah, very thankful for them um, of their hard work. And, you know, it's just uh, that's kind of, a, I guess, a reason why I want to continue to work hard and be successful is for them to show that you know they did a great job to uh, prove to them that hey all their sacrifices um, was worth it Mm -hmm. Um, so very thankful to them and just um, you know trying to be a good son to them um, is very important to me 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as you're sharing all that, like the word like fruition really comes to mind because it's like what you just shared of them coming here with little, but then seeing it grow. But in a way, even your own, like you and your siblings seeing like this comp, you know, apartment complex, like, like you said, painting the walls and like now, like probably in the next few years, it might become something in your responsibility. Like, it's crazy how like it all just comes full circle as the hard work you put into it will reap fruits that um, I think you'll see tangibly for who knows, maybe even generations, you know, which mm-hmm. I think is uh, that's really awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And just for me, I'm curious, like, you know, um, do you plan to do like future projects um, or do you already have projects in mind um, or yeah, I'm just curious since it it seems like you the home you're in now is is the place that you want to make your home for a long time right like you want to make settle and like yeah i'm curious what you what you want or what you plan to do with that home yeah you know the the plan is still up in the air Mm. obviously the you know if we have the funds right it always comes down to money we would love to keep the home and if our when my wife and i we start a family um and if we do grow out of this home um we would purchase another home and you know have two homes rent out this one um Mm. to people who would appreciate the home and really enjoy living here um, because we have so much love for this house um but you know if Worst comes to worst. I mean, like, it doesn't always work that way, right? Where right. you don't have the the funds or the, um, yeah, just the funds to be able to purchase another home on top of paying a mortgage right. um, for this home already. So um, it all depends. You know, hopefully win the lotto or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but the plan, obviously, is for us, um, it's, a, it's a stretch plan where we would like to keep this home and then you know purchase another home when mm-hmm. um we outgrow this place mm-hmm. um but the more realistic one is um we would when we do outgrow this place we would probably try to uh rent out another larger home um for our kids to grow up in mm-hmm. um maybe you know look look for rental homes depending on you know school district right Mm -hmm. education Mm -hmm. is important to us um and then we would rent out this home Um, but i think we both agreed that you know this is going to be our retirement home where like once Mm -hmm. you know once our kids leave the nest um we want to come back here um because this is where it all started right this is Mm -hmm. the first home Mm -hmm. that my wife and i um purchased and we have a lot of memories here um and uh yeah we would we would like this to be our forever home um especially Mm -hmm. when we retire yeah that i love that like um you know you i think you know like i i my my new house is a new construction so not too much i really need to remodel um but because of that there's just like a uh well this is the home like this is the house (laughs) but in your scenario it's so much like this, you, like you said in earlier in the beginning, like you've come to the ownership and the ownership of the house is so much more like deeper meaning, right? Like uh, of of how much you co- you know put into it, and I think that's so cool that you both you and Joey are like, yeah, man, we're gonna grow old here, which is oh, I love that mm-hmm. so much. 
Yeah, and the and another thing about you know being a, a homeowner, right? It's like um, the maintenance. It's like, man, this maintenance <laughs> is terrible, right? It's like, why can't the home just stay as is, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> um, like new, um, but you know uh, we have yard work to take care of, right? Um, right. Mm-hmm. Maintaining water heaters, mm-hmm. maintaining you know your air condition unit, the HVAC stuff. It's a uh, yeah. It's it's tough. Yeah, all the plumbing, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I guess like maybe one one quick final thing of maybe for both me and probably Jesse and any listeners out there who are at at the very least a little less handy than you and your family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mm-hmm. guess for you, like, uh, do you have any tips for uh, them who might be a little bit interested in home improvement, doing some like DIY project or whatever, like? What are some tips or maybe uh, things to help them get started? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, when, because even for me, when I look at these DIYs, it's like, oh, you know, I built this this thing, you know, mm-hmm. out of, you know, scrap wood. And I'm like, hey, like, <laughs> and then they're showing me, right? And they have like all these tools that I'm like, where the heck am I supposed to get those? <laughs> <laughs> Um, to build build like this thing, like I thought it was supposed to be easy. Um, there are definitely easy DIYs, um, things that. Um, so first off, that I want to say is that hey, don't uh, don't be scared, right? Like, mm. um, it's not that bad, right? It's it's a trade, right? So you it's based off of experience. Um, you're not gonna get better if you don't do it, um, and you're just gonna get better. And vice versa, if you keep on doing it, you're going to get better and better and better. Um, so, you know, number one is like, don't be afraid to just start. Mm-hmm. Um, the unfortunate thing about starting is that um, your tools, you're going to realize you don't have all the tools that you need. <laughs> right. um, but, you know, luckily after you just continue to do more and more projects, you're going to start stockpiling more and more tools. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to realize that like, hey, I can actually do a lot of things with the tools that I've gained. Mm-hmm. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my best friend is my, uh, my, my drill, right? And then you just got to get a bunch of different bits, different drill bits. And mm-hmm. um, that is going to be your best friend. Um, uh, just especially just for simple things like home decor, you know, hanging up mm. stuff, right. you know, things that um, uh, especially my wife, she loves uh, decorating our homes and you can't always be drilling into a, a stud, right? You're going to have to anchor it into the drywall. Um, mm. So just being able to do that, um, you know, is a lifesaver. Um, I didn't have to call my dad. Hey, can you spend the weekend to do this? Right. And you're like, sure. you know, you could just. But tools are expensive, so um, it's always within your budget. Um, I wouldn't say, you know, go bankrupt to do home mm-hmm. improvement things. Um, live within your means. Um, that's, that's extremely important. And, um, but yeah, you're going to stockpile your tools. And um, another tip is uh, make sure you have a way to organize those tools because those bits are small, so yeah. you will lose them <laughs> if you don't take care of them. Um, so uh, definitely... Um, so yeah, number one, don't be afraid. Number two, uh, make sure you organize um, the, the tools that you do get because uh, they are an investment and they're going to last long. Right. And um, mm. it's going to encourage you to do more. Um, so uh, once you start, you, you can't go back because you have the ability to. So you've already invested in it. And um, mm-hmm. 
I do encourage people to do it. Um, but uh, I also do encourage if you got the money to, to hire someone else um, to do bigger <laughs> jobs, right. go for it. Because yeah. um, there's a reason why they get paid um, to do a good professional job. Right. But um, mm-hmm. small things um, I would definitely encourage you to do uh, if you accidentally get angry, you know, punch a hole in your wall. <laughs> Hey, you, you should be able to fix that on your own, you know? You don't have to pay like 500 bucks for right. someone to come in. Um, you should learn to, to do that on your own. And um, it's, <laughs> it's a, you know, it is um, fulfilling, right? right. It, it does satisfy the soul a little bit where you're like, hey, you know, I did fix this on my own. Right. Oh, some good tips. I like that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's super helpful. Yeah. Oh, man, Chezzy, thank you for sharing your experiences. And I think like... In a way, you, you've kind of like walked through a lot of the experiences behind it, making it less mm-hmm. intimidating to get started, which I think uh, I think listeners and, and myself really appreciate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same. All right, awesome, awesome. Yeah, so um, I guess along the lines of everything we've talked about, um, we, we got an interesting wreck of the week. It's uh, home appliance or just a home tool, uh, whatever it might be. Um, that you have found to be very helpful, whether it's underrated or not. Um, I guess, uh, Chezzy, since you've been, you know, probably have to sift through a lot of different things, is there an appliance or tool that uh, you'd like to recommend? Uh, yeah, absolutely, actually. Um, recently, our washer broke. Mm. Um, it was a very old washer, right? Um, it was, I think, manufactured in like 2010, so uh. it was 10 years old. Um, wow. It was a hand-me-down from uh, one of my uh, mother's co-workers when we first purchased this home. Um, so it was used, and you know we've used it for like another good five years. And um, yeah, it just all of a sudden pooped out, you know? Mm. Um, the, uh, the washer just wouldn't go. Like the motor was, something was wrong with the motor. Right. Um, and... Uh, we looked into like warranties and things like that, but you had to be the original owner. Um, so we weren't able mm. to uh, claim the warranty. Um, so we, we had to purchase a new washer and, mm. you know, it's, you know, those, those things aren't cheap, um, but I do recommend. Um, so we got a new washer. Our previous washer was a side loader. My recommendation is going to be get a, a top, top loader, loader washer. Yes. Um, it is much more convenient. Um, I think there are benefits to both. Don't get me wrong. It's not always going to be top loader is better than a side loader. Um, but for um, just how cleaning works in my mind, right? I think you do get a better wash from a top loader. Um, uh, and just being able to main maintenance and clean um, the washer itself um, is much easier with a top loader. So I would recommend mm. a top loader washer, mm. washing machine. All right. Nice. How about you, How about you, Jesse? I'm debating between two. Um, I'll go ahead and go with my second instinct, actually. Mm. I'm going to go and say um, I'm going to recommend a um, Instant Pot. Um, okay. Instant Pot... I feel like, you know, right now is it, it's not trending um, because I think, like, the boom had already hit. Um, but it doesn't change the fact that it's very, very helpful for a lot of people um, because it's a multi-use uh, cooking appliance that can do a lot of things in one 
like convenient pot um, or uh, one convenient you know small size pot um, and generally it makes cooking easy um, I, I admittedly I have one I haven't used it as much um, recently um, so my parents have been using it um, but even in the few times I did use it I remember it being pretty fun to use like pretty easy to use and yeah um, making good home-cooked meals um, which I'm sure a lot of people have had to learn how to do this year um, if they did not know how to do it before um, so yeah I would I would recommend instant pot nice and you Jerome yeah mine is gonna be related to uh, some recent events um, it's gonna be an air purifier um, oh yeah I really never use it that much in the past but um, as you know like the fires two fires technically uh, recently made our house breathing in our house pretty difficult because of all the smoke and the ashiness mm. and um i think it was actually Eugene's sister that uh gave us an extra one from her house and it's like a bigger mm. one so I, i'm actually rec- yeah, recommending like a you know a, b- a little bit more heavy duty uh air purifier mm. and yeah it was one, one of those where you just put it out there you set it on auto and then like just based on the air quality, just how like how much it's running, and mm. yeah, like the day we got back from evacuation, like it was pretty bad. But then after mm. running it for maybe a day or two, like it really started feeling felt like it was back to normal. So mm. yeah, I don't know. Like I don't want to say only use it when there's a fire, but um, <laughs> I think in general, like good air quality is is important and um it's a luxury that i i don't think really costs too much so if you get the appliance so um yeah air purifier it is that's awesome yes uh, speaking of air purifier i my my girlfriend genevieve lent me one as well um through through this year and i pretty much kept it on like all the time (laughs) (laughs) so when especially when i'm out of the house like I, I know coming back, it'll it'll definitely help, especially since I don't know about you or uh, if you guys have allergies, but like mm, this year has been yeah. terrible for that. So, oh man, good good recommendations. Um, I am definitely gonna keep uh, those handy too. Um, so, um, as uh, you know, as usual, thank you guys for joining us um, for another fun session, and thank you, Chazzy, seriously for sharing your experience with us, um, especially in your own journey um, with your family and also in your personal journey with um, your current home and and just the fun projects and fun and exhausting projects that you are continuing to work on um and man it's it's good to like see some of those results like come you know and and for you to be able to enjoy them you know um for our listeners i hope you guys found this session helpful um that you know something that chazzy shared of his many pearls of wisdom uh are helpful in your uh your own uh, life as well and in your own journey um if you guys aren't already following us on our social media please do we only use our instagram which is at just tribe pod again that's at just tribe pod yep chazzy thanks again um hopefully the new projects will be uh less blood and uh more tears of joy right <laughs> so uh, yeah definitely yeah thanks again and uh listeners uh again merry christmas um hope you guys have a good and safe time and as always we will see you next time see ya merry christmas and uh hope you guys have a happy new year <laughs>